In this bulletin, promises to monitor and support the women and children being brought home from Syria. The clean-up continues in Florida after Hurricane Ian. And in the AFL, Hawthorne's Jeff Kennett downplays the crisis as WorkSafe's inquiry into racism allegations begins. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, good afternoon, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. The federal government says support will be provided to a group of children and women that it plans to bring home to Australia from Syria. Labor has confirmed plans to repatriate 16 women and 42 children who were the families of Islamic State members and have been held in the Al-Raj detention camp in northeast Syria near the Iraqi border since March 2019. Federal frontbencher Tanya Plibersek has told Channel 7 they're going to monitor the families once once they return to Australia and make sure they have the care they need. When they come back to Australia, I think it's going to be very important that uh, the children in particular receive counselling. But I think for uh, everybody involved, there will be uh, an ongoing uh, expectation that our security and intelligence agencies will stay in contact with them and, and monitor them. Uh, and uh, I, I don't think that's going to come as any surprise to anyone. The federal opposition has opposed calls for repatriation since 2019, with then Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton declaring some of the women had the potential to come home and cause a mass casualty event. Opposition Home Affairs spokesperson Karen Andrews says she continues to oppose repatriation plans because she believes the women were complicit in supporting ISIS and foreign fighters in Syria. Two men have died in a helicopter crash in Western Australia's Wheatbelt region. Police found the wreckage of the helicopter near Cow- Cowing Lakes in Buro Laming, southwest of Karuda, after the men failed to arrive at a nearby airport on Sunday. The men had been taking part in a club event with 10 other aircraft. Let's go overseas now. The death toll from Hurricane Ian is expected to rise as floodwaters recede and search teams in the US push further into areas initially cut off from the outside world. The number of dead currently stands at 35, while some 10,000 people remain unaccounted for in Florida. The state's emergency management director says many of those are likely to have been displaced and unreachable because of power and phone outages, but the number of casualties and repair costs remain unclear. In Sanibel Island, a place that bore much of the brunt of the hurricane's fury as it made landfall, city manager Dana Souza says teams are still completing their initial assessments. I don't know how many people remained on the island. I know that we had nearly 300 households that were reported to us either by residents themselves as the storm was approaching and it was too late for them to get out and they I think they were understanding the intensity they were about to face and then from family members after the storm so we have a running list and I know the Lee County Sheriff's Department also has a list of folks uh, who for for welfare checks um, or wellness checks. In Iran, top officials say they believe ongoing protests over the death of a young woman in morality police custody could destabilise the country. Iran's parliamentary speaker, Mohammad Baga Khalibaf, says the current protests aim to topple the government. 
He says many of those taking part in recent protests initially had no intention to overthrow the government. He claims foreign-based opposition groups have been encouraging protests aimed at tearing down the system. The Speaker is urging security forces to deal harshly with demonstrators as unrest enters its third week. At least 41 protesters and police have reportedly been killed since the demonstrations began on September the 17th. In the AFL, a work-safe inquiry into the Hawthorne Football Club has begun. Officials are meeting today with key figures from the club as they investigate allegations that First Nations players were mistreated. WorkSafe's Dr Narell Beer says anyone with information should contact investigators. Meanwhile, club president Jeff Kennett has continued to downplay the situation. He has previously declared that the players who made the allegations were wrong to have gone public and that the coaching staff named have been unfairly targeted. Today, he told Nine Television, it's not a crisis. These allegations took place six to 12 years ago, and they are shocking. I accept that. And we had a process in place to try and work out whether in fact and to what weight we should put to those allegations. This isn't a crisis. This is just a matter of managing a situation in the interests of all people and all parties, and that's what we're trying to do. Peggy Giacomelos with the latest from the SBS Newsroom. And if you haven't done so already, check out our suite of podcasts, including SBS News In-Depth, Change Agents and On The Money.